songs and let's get dressed. It's somewhat happy hour with Josh Fest. Oh, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Somewhat Happy Hour with me, Josh Vest. Hello, friends. It's I, back again for another solo episode, because, um, it's time for a solo, and you know me. Ego's ready. I needed a solo, so here I am. Um, hey, how y'all doing? Uh, that's how I address my online students. Uh, I found it's a great way to engage them. Instead of saying, here, my students have to respond with, hey, some of them like it, some of them despise me, um, especially the ones that have me very first thing in the morning. It's quite fun. Anyways, enough about work. I'm on spring break. Well, I'm recording this on the eve of returning to school. So twas the night before the first day after spring break. It's the last stretch of the school year. And um, it's, it's, it's a long one, and we're going to try our best. Uh, it's a difficult time, but hey, we're here, we got it, we'll be okay. Anyway, so this episode is, well, you know, it's a lot of things. One, it's going to be me talking all about my New York trip I went on, um, and it's also going to be the halfway point of this season of episodes uh, before we go on our extended spring break, and I'll be back in May, uh, mid early to mid-May, with brand new episodes that will lead us all the way up until uh, the summer, and then we go on summer vacation for the somewhat happy hour, and then, you know, of course, I'll be back in the summer randomly when I get bored. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot going on in today's episode. Uh, first things first is I went to New York, New York. That's a terrible attempt at a New York accent. Uh, but that's what I did over spring break uh, for the last half of my spring break. Um, so that was fun. Uh, we, we, I say we, I, I went alone. Uh, I, I stayed at the Row NYC, which is right in Times Square. It was, you know, typical New York City uh, hotel that's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. I mean, it cost me a lot, but thanks. Shout out to... Uh, my, my main man, uh, Adagir, uh, Tabrizi, uh, a town who hooked me up with, uh, some, uh, uh, some points. So thank you for that. That helped me. And then I used the hopper. I'm not sponsored by them at all, but that's who I used to use or to get like a discount or whatever. Um, so that was nice, but stayed there. Uh, I got there Thursday afternoon. I left Manassas. Uh, at like 10 o'clock, got to New York around 3.30, and um, because I was really feeling it, I was really excited to be there, um, instead of wa uh, driving, I was going to get a, a an Uber, because I didn't know where the fuck I was going, so I thought, eh, that's okay, I'll just um, walk, and I walked from Penn Station to Times Square, which really wasn't that bad, it was just a straight shot, took me like, you know, 15 minutes or less, but it was hot. It was like 80-some degrees, and I was not prepared for that at all. Uh, we all know I hate the heat, and so I was not thrilled to be in the heat walking. Um, also, I was in my, my, my head the whole time thinking about how frightened I am of COVID, 
uh, or frightened of just gross people. I think that's what I want to say. I'm not frightened of COVID, kind of. I'm frightened of people that are just nasty. And, you know, some people are just nasty. But I was in New York. um, I got there. And I had about mm, three hours until my first show. I saw a bunch of shows, all of which, of course, I'm going to talk about. Um, So I checked into the hotel. That took about 45 minutes because there were two people running the uh, check-ins with about, you know, 100 people in line. Uh, Luckily, I got there right before the swarm of uh, check-ins because you couldn't check in until 3 o'clock. But I got there at 3.30-ish, almost 4 o'clock, so it was perfect. Um, so I, I went up, got my room and then I got in the elevator and it was a really weird system. So you have to hit the number of the floor you're going on. And then there's, uh, a through F, uh, so that many elevators and they put it on a little screen like, Oh, you're going to the seventh floor. You're going to get on E. Uh, but the first, so the first time I hit it, I had to go on floor 19. So it was pretty, I was like, wow, that's. It's pretty high up there. Cool. Maybe I'll have a nice view. Um, And they gave me my key. I went up to 19. I put the key in the door. And then I opened the door. And there were three luggages in the room. And I was like, what the fuck? Maybe I'm in the wrong room. And then I looked at my uh, little uh, keypad thing. uh, Little key holder. And it said the room I was in. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. So I closed it. And for some reason, even though I had already looked in the room, like peeked my head in, Closed the door, knocked on it, went, hello, hello, opened the door, hello, hello. Um, I sound like the telephone girl from Mackinac. Hello, hello. Uh, half of you have no idea what that is. More than half of you. Um, also, shout out to all the listeners I've been getting, you know, getting a lot of uh, streams. So, hey, random person, I love you. Don't make this weird, though. Uh, so, So I go in. And I'm like, what in the world? I see this woman come out of the elevator, and I was closing the door. She goes the other way. I go the other way to try to figure this out. Well, by figure this out, I mean, you know, walk around till someone, like, pops out of nowhere and go, oh, hey, do you know what's going on? Uh, the woman stops me and goes, oh, um, that's my room. And I was like, this is your room. This is the room I got. And they said, oh, yes, the uh, front desk would like to uh, speak with you, but you don't have to get back in line. You can just go to the front of the line. They'll give you a new key. I was like, ah, okay. And then this big, big dude came out of nowhere. Didn't even see him get on the elevator or anything. He just goes, hey, are you are you the guy? And I was like, um, I, I can't be sure. He goes, yeah, they want you down at the front desk. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go down. Uh, I I walk over there. They're like, yeah, sorry. They Those people, they, they wanted a different room. And then they decided they were fine with the room. And so we're going to give you a new room. And so I ended up staying on the eighth floor all the way at the end, but in like the center of the middle of a hallway, of a dark uh, hallway. And their hallways were dark. It was so dim in there always. It was like a really shitty uh, Italian restaurant uh, lighting where you could barely see anything. I think that they did that on purpose because of how gross it was in there. Um, You know, it was dusty. Uh, I, I... you know, slept with all of my clothes on because, uh, yeah, didn't want to, didn't want to get into that mess. Um, so go into that. And then, uh, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to lay down. So I laid down, looked at my watch and I was like, damn, it's already five o'clock. I need to, you know, go get something to eat, uh, before the show. The show's at seven. 
So I, I lay there and I call my, my brother saying, hey, I'm in New York. I made it. Uh, how's Hazel? Because I had to leave Hazel. So so they do all that. We get through this. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go find something to eat. I got dressed, put my suit on uh, because, you know, I'm a bougie bitch. Had to look good. Always. My future ex-wife could be walking around. I didn't know it. So I go to... Uh, my hotel was right in the theater district, right in the center of the theater district. I was about less than a block away from Schubert Alley, uh, which houses a lot of Broadway theaters. Um, so I went over there, and I ended up uh, going to Junior's, the cheesecake uh, restaurant, uh, among other things. But, you know, I can't really eat cheese because it just doesn't agree with my stomach anymore. So instead, I wanted to do something that was like, oh, I don't know how long this is going to take. I was able to get in really quickly. I walked in. They're like, I was like, yeah, just one. Oh, you want to sit at the bar? I was like, not really. Can I sit at a table? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I sat at the table. Luckily, I was next to the uh, waiter's um, corner where the computer was. So um, my waiter comes up to me. Um, Brandon was his name. And I like to think that he is a young and uh, aspiring actor. He goes, Hi. My name's Brandon, and he held the end for a while, and I went, uh, hey, um, can I just get a water, and I actually also know what I want, he goes, oh, okay, what you want, I was like, okay, so tell me about these fried shrimp, yes, I went to a, a restaurant and got fried shrimp as my dinner, uh, because uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't really hungry, but at the same time, I didn't know what to eat, because nothing on the menu was like, ooh, that looks delish. So I decided, okay, we'll just go order the fried shrimp. And it was pretty damn good. Uh, cost a lot, but that's okay. It's New York City. What else would you expect? Um, so so had dinner at Junior's, and then I was so confident because I looked at my map uh, to where my theater was, and the first show I saw was Mrs. Doubtfire, the new musical that was playing at the Stephen Sondheim Theater, which was, you know, Really surreal going into there, uh, a theater that was named after the late Stephen Sondheim uh, and seeing a show's opening night. I had no idea that it was the official opening night of the show. Uh, so I go, I leave Junior's and I walk down the street and I'm like, okay, so here's Broadway and I need to go to 42nd and whatever. Uh, I can figure this out. So I just go straight down and I was like, nope, nope, it's not it. Can't find it. Uh and it took me about, I think the walk should have been like a seven-minute walk, but it took me like uh, 15 minutes to find it. So I got there right at 6, probably like 6.40. And I was like, damn, I don't like being this late to the theater. But the line was wrapped around because of all the COVID checks they have to do where you have to have your license and you have to have a, uh, a vaccination card. And they stamp your hands uh, which was lovely because uh, in one of the shows, I got my hand stamped and I was wearing a nice yellow shirt and I got the blue stamp on my shirt. So that was lovely when I crossed my arms. Anyway, so we get into the theater. Um, I'm sitting in the third row uh, on the aisle uh, and I was so excited because one, I love the actor that was playing Mrs. Doubtfire, Rob McClure. I've always loved his work. He is such an iconic Broadway actor and, of course, I got to see uh, Brad Oscar, who was in the original Producers. I saw him in Young Frankenstein. He was in Something Rotten. Um, he sang the big musical number. Uh, that's what it's called, a musical. Um, he was phenomenal. And I, when, I, when I walked over there, he was walking behind me. 
And I was like, oh, snap. Hey, I should have asked for a picture. I almost did, but I didn't. So the show um, was supposed to start at 7. Did not end up starting until 7.30 because it was their first night back. And so they're getting all the stuff in order of how to, uh, you know, handle all of the COVID uh, checks. Um, a bottle, bottle of water because I was like, I don't really want to drinks right now and it's so expensive so it's fine i'll just drink a water because uh, i'm dehydrated and so i got my water and they're like oh you can't you can't drink it in there if you do it has to be really quick uh but we do have a designated water area or drinking area which is this line behind the bar and it, i i felt like a prostitute just standing there with people staring as i took my mask off and drank my water um love it uh, so, so I did that, and then the show was fucking phenomenal, I cried, because, you know, it's such a great movie, it's such an iconic movie, Robin Williams, how could you ever, you know, take that, uh, story and make it into a big Broadway musical, but the, the book and the music and the direction and the acting was just out of this world, it was something that I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, uh, I try not to judge adaptations too much, you know, in my head. I'm thinking, oh, great, another movie, musical um, adaptation. But it is, this one was so good, and it was just so well done. And Rob McClure was just amazing. And it was also the uh, Broadway debut of the two uh, two of the uh, the kids in the show, uh, Natalie and Nick, I think is what the kid's name is. Uh, so it was their Broadway debuts, uh, it was opening night, and then, uh, at the end of the show, Rob came out to bow, and he, you know, I was so close, I could hear everything, he, uh, he said, um, and mouthed to the audience, um, thank you for coming back, and that's when I freaking lost my mind again, just started bawling, I was like, oh my god, the theater is back, and it's alive, it's so beautiful, I love the theater, um, uh, sorry, I'm just breathing into the microphone. Um, I apologize. Uh, just some, some ASMR for you. Uh, apologize. No, I don't. I don't care. Uh, so great show. And at the end, they do this big speech saying it's our opening night. Uh, we're so happy to be back. Uh, but we have a special guest in the house tonight. And that is the actress who played Lydia, the eldest daughter in the original film, she was there. It was the first time she had seen Mrs. Doubtfire on Broadway or on stage, period. And uh, so that was a really cool experience. After that, I went back to the hotel. Got oh, I got something to eat, something random. I think I'm going to kebab somewhere. I don't know. And then uh, went to bed. Woke up Friday. Didn't get out of bed till like 11.30. I woke up at like 7, but didn't get out of bed. I was just laying there. And then I thought, okay, let's go walk around. Let's go find something to eat. So I get up and I, uh, you know, do all that stuff and decide I'm going to go walk around, just, you know, sightsee, whatever, even though I don't like being a tourist type of tourist. I've been to New York many, many times. I'm just not interested in, you know, oh, look, there's the Statue of Liberty and there's this, there's that. Yeah, no, I don't care about that. I'm there for the Broadway. Um, so I uh, walked around. um Saw a lot of Broadway people, and I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, trying so hard not to be a little theater geek and be like, hey, I saw you in this show like 15 years ago. I loved it. Uh, but it was also a time I also tried to figure out where all my other theaters were, except for the last show, which I'll talk about later. Um, 
and then I met my mom's dear, f- or my mom's friend from high school, and someone who is very uh, sweet and very uh, near and dear to my heart because he's just you know so so sweet. Anytime I'm in the city, uh, that's Mr. Michael McCoy, who was uh, uh, in uh, the touring productions of Cats and Phantom. He said he was in Phantom on and off from. I think it was like the late 90s through 2010. So we did it a long time, about 10 years, a little over 10 years is what he said. Uh, we went to dinner, had some drinks, and just, you know, he was just sharing, and it was just good to catch up. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, and then uh, I went to go see the uh, the re uh, rebirth, looks like the renaissance of uh, The Living Dead, a.k.a. Beetlejuice, the musical, which premiered in DC. I had the opportunity to see it in DC, but I said no because I wanted to be a good college student and do my acting homework. <laughs> As a teacher, I applaud myself. As a theater lover who could have seen the original, original, original production, I say, Josh Fest, you idiot. Uh, but that's okay. I saw it on Broadway. It was their first week back. You know, a lot of shows are just now coming back. Uh, and it was phenomenal. I sat in the front row. Uh, which, you know, I love sitting in the front row, and I've, I've learned this. Front row and regional houses are nice, but Broadway stages are so close to the stage that you look up most of the time. So uh, third or fourth row, maybe even fifth row, fifth row center is usually a really, really good seat. And so I think that's what I'm just going to aim for from now on. Um, unless it's someone I like, you know, I really want to sit, you know, that close to. Uh, so I... Saw the show, loved it. It was hilarious. There were people dressed up as Beetlejuice, people dressed up as Lydia. This dude sitting next to me was dressed up in Beetlejuice's, uh, the iconic suit. And in the musical version, uh, Alex Brightman, who plays Beetlejuice, he kind of talks like this. He talks real throat-like. It's really unique. Um, That was a really shitty impression. But if I was to play the role, that's how I would take care of it. Uh, But the dude sitting next to me was fucking singing along and saying some of the lines in the voice and he was kind of like dancing a little bit and I really I, I didn't tell him to stop because I could tell he was having like the time of his life and I really wanted to go dude please shut up please I spent a lot of money for these tickets please stop but I didn't because I could see how much fun he was having uh so uh but that show was so much fun it was so cool seeing like the original cast most of the original cast um, Rob McQuarrie was originally in Beetlejuice, then he left to go do Mrs. Doubtfire, so that was fun. Uh, saw Beetlejuice, and then Saturday, the big, the big show day. It was the day of the Broadway legends. Uh, two o'clock, I saw Company, uh, the musical, uh, starring Katrina Link, who I love from the band's visit. Uh, shout out Dima, we love the band's visit. We're gonna go see it this uh, summer at the Kennedy Center. Um, and of course, the one, the only, Patty Mother Frigging Lapone. I love Patty, and oh my god, she was phenomenal. I was sitting in the front row too, and it was just like, damn, that's Patty Lapone. That's awesome. It's Patty Friggin' Lapone. And it was just an iconic performance. I smiled the entire time. Had such a great time. Uh, and I swear that show went by so fast, I blinked and it was over. And I was like, oh, damn. That's sad. Um, and then uh, um, doo, 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 doo. next, let's see. Next, I saw my final show, which was 
Mr. Saturday Night. I'm sorry if you can also hear these things. It's like just, you know, getting notifications, emails. Very popular. Uh, but I, I saw Mr. Saturday Night, which was at the Nederlander Theater, which I knew kind of where that was. I knew it was behind the New Amsterdam, which is where I saw my first Broadway musical, Mary Poppins, uh, which is now Aladdin. Um, anyway, so so it took me a while to get there because uh, I, you know, try to be, you know, slick and figure it out myself. Got to the theater, um, got it, was walking to the line to get into the theater, and I hear my name, Josh Vest. And I was like, who the fuck is calling my name? And it was someone I knew from uh, from back home. Uh, him and his family were here, were in the city seeing a show. And I thought, wow, that's so funny. Um, so I got in, saw the show, loved the show. It was Billy Crystal's new show based off of his movie. And it was so crazy. It was so funny. There was a poor little girl sitting next to me who was no, not or not much older than maybe seven. I know she didn't get any of it. I mean, it was just about sex and uh, like the jokes, so many sex jokes, so many uh, references to movies uh, and older celebrities. She didn't laugh at all. I was like, damn, this poor kid doesn't get it. Um, that sucks, uh, but it's iconic. It's Billy Crystal. Uh, and he was so funny, and you know he actually has a really good voice. And wow, it, it, that was my favorite show I I saw this trip, and it I would see it again, one hundred percent. I would see that and Mrs. Doubtfire again, Beetlejuice and uh, Company. Well, I saw Patty. I don't need to see it again. Uh, I'll see Patty again one day, but Beetlejuice I'll see when it comes on tour. But I would go up to New York again to see Mrs. Doubtfire and uh, Mr. Saturday Night. Um, and sitting front row and seeing Billy Crystal, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Amazing. I loved it. I loved my time in New York. Uh, I haven't been in a few years, um, so it was really nice to go back and see these great shows, these great stars, um, and remind myself, you know, I still love theater uh, so, so much, and I'm so happy to see it. Uh, and pay the big bucks to go see it, spend that hard-working money. But, you know, I deserved it, damn it. I needed a vacation. So I took one, and it was great. I had such a great time, and I can't wait to go back. I'm going back in May, but not to Broadway. I'm going to uh, support my friends over at Omnium Circus, uh, who I had Lisa Lisa Lewis and Jonathan Lee Iverson. Um, to, uh, Lisa is the owner and founder of Omnium, and Jonathan is the ringmaster. And... Uh, just, I'm just trying to wiggle my way into that Omnium family. You know, you all know how much I love the circus and how much I loved that circus. It was probably the best circus I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah, that was my spring break. I also got to go to D.C. for the day with my dad. We went to the Smithsonian's. Um, I love the Smithsonian's. I haven't been in, like, maybe 15 years. So there was a lot of new things. Um, but old things? New but old? I don't know. Old but new to me? New? Never mind. Uh, only thing that was disappointing is they had closed off the uh, entertainment area, so all the Hollywood music and theater section of the American uh, history was shut down. Only thing that was on display was the Dorothy slippers, um, which were stolen ones. Fun fact for you. Uh, but they uh, have this new huge exhibit coming in December of 2022, so I'm definitely going to go there for that because I would love to see what they bring uh, to the Smithsonian, but, you know, it was nice, it was a relaxing week off, um, as much as I say I'm not ready to go back, I am, I like having my schedule, 
uh, ready to go back to work, um, start this last half of the school year, get to do all the fun standardized testing, and the show I'm directing opens. I'm directing another show, uh, and I'm going to have the creator of that show on the podcast, Mr. Ben Rollins, will be on later this season to talk about 21 Days to Survive, a new musical, uh, which I am directing a workshop production of, which is going to be streamed live um, on the Facebook and YouTube. Uh, but it's going to be a streamed performance. It's going to be really cool. It's also going to be a, a select live audience. It'll be really, really fun. Uh, so I've got a lot going on, but at the same time, not much. Uh, but, hey, I love what I do, and I do what I love. I'm busy. I like being busy. Um, I'm back home. It's nice being back in suburbia. Uh, I love the sub I love the city, but I love suburbia. I absolutely love it. Uh, so back home with Hazel and getting ready to play my my favorite Role of all time, Mr. Vest, the theater teacher, now that spring break is over. Spring break might be over for school, but it's not over for the somewhat happy hour. Uh, I'm going to take some time and record some new episodes, and just also take a little bit of time for me, uh, step away from, uh, you know, recording, even though I've been doing a lot, but just a lot hasn't come out yet. Um, ow, just hit my knee. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what's been going on. Um, hope you've been enjoying the episodes we've had coming out recently. I had uh, Marissa, Emma, Lisa, uh, a few others um, are on along the way. They'll be out again in mid mid early to mid May, like I said, for more episodes of the Somewhat Happy Hour. Uh, I did have the honor of being on a podcast, the uh, Aaron Squared Podcast, with two of my college friends, Aaron Cleary, who has been on the podcast. She was in um, the Women of Lockerbie. Uh, one of my favorite comic actresses, actors of all time, uh, a comic genius, and then Aaron Cleary, who is, uh, excuse me, Aaron Pugh, who is just one of the best performers I've ever, ever seen. Um, such a great stage presence and just uh, such a great person. Uh, so I will announce when that episode comes out uh, eventually, and then they'll also be on my podcast. Um, so, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, you know whatever. I love being on people's podcasts and then bringing them to be on mine or vice versa. Uh, but anyway, so that's what's going on with a somewhat happy hour and me, Josh Vest. Um, it's late. I'm going to go lay down now. Thank you so much for listening. Cheers to you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever you may be doing. Take care. Cheers. And thanks for listening to the somewhat happy hour with me, Josh Vest. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. The drinks are over and we hope that you know. If you're feeling down, just join the past. It's the somewhat happy hour with Josh Vest. <laughs>